KMTT, Friday, Erev Shabbat HaGadol. Today we bring the last part, the third part, of the Shiur of Harav Salavechik Zatzal for the Haggadah. Today's section will deal with the Haggadah and Shira. And second part, Haggadah and Eretz Israel. She is a little bit longer than usual. We want to get to the end. It's a 40-minute uh, Shiur, so I won't waste any more time. I wish you all Chag Kasher Sameach V'Gula Shlema. And we are finished for the winter. We'll be back after Pesach, one week after Pesach. We will start uh, broadcasting again. Until then, call to Chag Sameach Shabbat Shalom and Hishtameya Bedhitraot. Now let's pick up the fifth aspect of the Yagor. Fifth. I look out again. Oh, yeah, here's the fifth part. Sixth. Finally, Even though both Sipoyetias Metrayim and Pesach, and Sipoyetias Metrayim by the Mavi Bikurim, by the building, are rooted in Akora's favor, as I stated before. The ways in which gratitude is expressed by the building and by the by the Jew, Pesach night, differ from each other. Mikro Bikurim consists of Shabbat, or expressing thanks. Agode consists not only of Shabbat, but of Shiro as well. What's the difference between Shabbat and Shiro? It was an element which was completely overlooked by the before Shabbat. They identified Shiro with Shabbat. It's completely wrong. No, I'm... What, what? Shabbat is what? No, no. If you, if you'll be less philosophical, it would be helpful. What? Thought out, we plan. Shira is spontaneous. You are right. See, Shira is spontaneous. But it's still. But you didn't answer my question. No! I might apologize right now. In Mikrobikurim, the precept of gratitude is fulfilled indirectly by telling the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. There are no special words of, of praise. There is no explicit, there are no explicit words of praise. In Arami Midobi, from the beginning to the end, there is not a single word which we use in order to express our thanks, our indebtedness to the Almighty. All we do, what, what do we do in Arami Midobi? I mean, the way the pilgrim used to say, all we, the pilgrim used to do, what? Was what? Describe, describe the facts, narrate the story of, of the events which happened. All agenda, we are superfluous. The duty of Akora's favor was discharged by describing the events. Is this is considered Shevach or Halel? What do you say about it? Is it Akora's favor? All one is supposed to do, was supposed to do, when the children came to the Desamidah, who was to tell the truth, nothing else. What happened? I mean, I understand. There was implicit Shabbat, implicit words of praise in, in the descriptive, in the narrative about the event. Correct. Correct. I would like you to quote that more. Uh, yes, you are right. What? 
If you don't tell the story, it's bad. Okay. There was no need for extra word or phrase. All the Torah wanted the pilgrim to do is to tell the truth. And the praise is implicit in the truth. Correct? And the Gemara asked the question, why is there no Halal Ampurim? What did the Gemara answer? To read the story, Megillah Sester, is the highest praise. There are no words of praise to the Almighty in the Megillah. You just read the story, you understand the story, and by reading and understanding the story, you understand that God supervises the events, and he is responsible for the salvation. This itself is, 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 is like equals praise and glorification. This is kind of pre-office with the Talmud applies to Megillah. In other words, Thanksgiving is implicit in the narration itself. But on the night of Pesach, are we satisfied with just with the descriptive story? Or On the night of Pesach, the Shevach is ex- expressed itself explicitly in words of praise. We narrate, truly we narrate the whole story. Yet we are not satisfied with implicit praise. We sing a hymn. Here I come to your spontaneity. We sing a hymn. We recite Halal. We say particularly Shiro Chadosha. And he is right. Oh, I apologize him now. And Shiro Chadosha means spontaneous. I don't ask whether it is necessary or unnecessary. Perhaps the description just of the events would be modest praise. Nakhadish Baruch does not need Halal, nor does he require of a person I mean, to sing to him a hymn, sing a hymn to him. But on Pesach night, the Jew is not only is grateful, he is overflowing with great gratitude. It is a night of ecstasy. And when man is God intoxicated, it's the night of Anilagate in the day of the we say Shirashirim Pesach night. Shirashirim is the motto of, of, the, of the holiday of Pesach, of the seven, eight days of Pesach. It is the romance, I mean, the, Pesach initiated the romance between God and the community. Maimonides was asked, once I not asked, he objected to the practice, but he asked, what right do we have? What right do we have to praise God and, and, and to cite many attributes of God? Who is man? Foolish man. Does foolish man have a right to praise the Almighty? Does man, as Maimonides himself, Maimonides uh, calls him, Shayim Khan Mokha Bekever, today Rabirim Zakai had applied the same day, the same title to man. Shayim Khan Mokha Bekever, today is here and tomorrow in grave, foolish, I mean limited. What right does he have to sing a hymn to God? My man is objected to the Shirayuk and the Shirakovit. So what did the Paitonim answer him? What did Khsidim answer my man? Exactly. You ask for license? I'll tell you about the license. Philosophically, we have no license. Philosophically, it is an, ep- an arrogance. It's an arrogant act. It's impudent and insolent on the part of man to say of God, okay, la God, la give la nero. What right do you have to say? Do you understand what God is? Do you have access to the Almighty? But the license is to be found in our inability to suppress our longing for God and our desire to praise Him. And uh, in, in, in men must sing the hymn to God. The hymn is foolish, yes, from intellectual viewpoint, it's absurd. But we cannot suppress, we cannot remain passive. 
Hoe je hebt misschien, maar met de houtkoers. En die deed hij, deed hij. En zo tegen mij, de Jew asked no questions. Hij is een vriend van de law. Hij is gratitude. It's not enough to describe events. He does describe them around the middle of it. But when it comes to the false cup, he fills it. And throws off all control, so to say. And begins to say, Halel, 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 Agon, Benishpas Kokhaite, Walashim, Halashim, Begin. Of course, Mikro Bikurim is just descriptive. In the words of praise are implicit in the descriptive narration. While Pesach Nai, the words of praise and they are spontaneous and explicit. Jew sings a hymn to God, whether he's what, whether he's qualified to do so or not. No questions asked. He has to do it because he must do it. You know the whole thing. Who comes to the most? Now, what the aspect? What aspect is now? We have to say it. Do you recognize the sentence? Do you identify the sentence? All right, where is it? Where is it? The beginning, where is it? No, I want to know. At the beginning of that one. Good. Next, we repeat the same sentence, of course, using different words. But the same idea. The whole day of the day, the whole day of the day, the whole day of the day, the whole day do you recognize this sentence? Huh? If I were to give an examiner to identify certain states, certain sentences, how many would fail? Where is it? In the Haggadah, yes. No, of course I could. I wouldn't throw it in the Gilead now. Ten days before Pesach, I wouldn't throw it in the Gilead. <laughs> but where is it in Haggadah? After we conclude the Pasha Sarami and Yedovi, we are about what? To start Havel, saying Havel. So he inserts, This is second. There's a third quotation, Do you recognize this sentence? Yes, right. Let's analyze those three sentences. The first three make right at the beginning of the recital. Correct? In order we make it at the very beginning of the recital. You just start on the new farm and right away you say. The is not an event to which occurred about 3,500 years ago. No, it's important. It's relevant to us. Why do we say it? In order to explain our interest in events which occurred long, long, long ago. It is worthwhile. What question do you want to answer by making this statement? What question do you want to answer by making this statement? What, what, what's the question? What? Your relevance. Who is interested? You tell a story, people have got to be interested. Who is interested in what happened 3,500 years ago? I'm not interested in what happened today, this morning. I certainly have no interest in, in events which transpired 3,500 years ago or more. So what is the answer? No, you have to be concerned with it. If it merit your interest, your concern, because they are relevant to us. It's not good as Mitzrayim, no Jewish people would have come into existence. Or they want to, but they know, they know, they know, 
Sheshubot yom ajim elokhah adrasah. It means it is relevant. Since it's relevant, what, what does it merit? If it's relevant, what does it merit? It's tarakufio yasek. It's got to be recorded and told. Which event is recorded in history and which event is not recorded in history? Huh? Relevant events, not only for the people, for contemporaries, but for future generations. And that's exactly what we say. The events which we are going to narrate are very relevant to us. Because if those events hadn't taken place, the whole Jewish community would, would not have come into existence. The second declaration, what is the second declaration? Hold on, I wouldn't be a from Israel. What do you say in the second declaration? You are correct, but what do you say? It's correct, you are right, but what do you say? The second declaration you make after the conclusion of the narrative part of the Haggadah. When we are ready to begin the recital of Allah. The reading of the Chodeir precedes the Fichoch and the end of the recital of Allah. Correct? In this declaration we state that events which transpired so many years ago are not only relevant to us, as we said at the beginning of the recital, but that they are a part of our historical experience. There is a difference between being relevant and being experienced. Here we stress the uniqueness of our relationship to the past, our intimacy with the past, and our retrospective experiencing or re-experiencing of such events which transpired at the dawn of our history. The Jew has a capability to experience history. Because if the Jew has that capability to experience history, why is he fighting for Eretz Yisrael, for the state of Israel? He feels very close to that state, to those sides. The case of Marovic, the Moras and Marpelo, to Yehuda Veshemra, and he speaks, he pronounces Yehuda Veshemra, so what's, what's so great about Yehuda Veshemra? There's a certain intimacy with the past, which the Jew feels, and is unique in that regard. It is the ability to re-experience, to experience in retrospect, events which took place so long ago. And that's what entitles us not only to be concerned and to record events and to tell about them, but, what, but to what else? To say hello, to sing, to dance, to say Shirochadosha as if the events happened just yesterday, as if I had witnessed the events. Now, what is the third declaration? So you have two declarations. So one declaration is related to relevance. The second declaration is related to war, to re-experiencing, or retrospection, historical retrospection. What's the third declaration? The third declaration, Vishondo, introduces a completely new aspect, namely, a new motif. Namely, what motif? That's what I'm asking. I didn't ask you before. Yeah, what do you want to say? Yes, 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 yes. What motif is it? I want the name here. I want the label here. Amolek, Amolek motif. What is Amolek? Not a has-been, but who is present everywhere and whose defeat will usher in into the eschatological era. In Hashem Sholemach Yemochizare Sholemolek. Before the two declarations in Yilule Eitzi and Mcholteh Omadeya, one deals with relevance, the other deals with re-experiencing. But re-experiencing what? In the past, it's a past event. Those declarations speak of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim as an event in the past. One declaration says it is relevant to us, 
The second declaration says we experience it. But still, it, the events lie in the past, not in the present. We celebrate Passover, and we observe the Seder, and the Seder body, in order to memorial, memorialize God. An event in the past. It is remembrance. Living remembrance, but just remembrance. And we the introduces an amolic motif. Those events, they occur. 3,500 years ago, you say. Just yesterday. Just before yesterday. Last year. We are not sure that it wouldn't occur on tomorrow morning. And a week from now, and a year from now, and a century from now. Because day over there, every generation is confronted by a pharaoh. And I must tell you, the pharaoh in Egypt was an excellent going. The pharaohs of today are by far worse. In every generation, this is the Amalek motif. In every generation, there is somebody who is possessed by psycho psychopathic, cruel, bloodthirsty hate, and the target of hate are we, Jewish people. We celebrate the festival not because we remember, not because we have experience, but because it is a permanent drama. Every generation lives through the experience of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. In other words, Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is the story of Jewish destiny throughout the centuries and, and millennia. You want to know the Jew? Read the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. You want to know what, what happened to the Jew yesterday? Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Today, Yitzhak Mitzrayim. What will happen tomorrow? Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Of course, one has to use his intellect to understand the story well. And that's why the story is not just reading. The story separates Israel means study in depth, the problem of Masero passing down, because it is the eternal story of an eternal people. And you know our minute, that it comes to Bishop Amdala Mesenu, when they cover the matzah, when they pick up the course, we say Bishop Amdala Mesenu, the Lord of 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 the Why? What's the idea? Covering the matzah because you pick up the course. Whenever you pick up a cup of wine, you cover the, the bread on the table. That's, uh, that's understandable. But why pick up the cup of wine? It's just a minute, of course. Why? Why is it necessary? Because the cup in biblical, in biblical lingo has the connotation of destiny. My cup is overflowing. It means my destiny is overflowing. Because Yeshua says so. To be shame of the Shem Echo. And that is, we want to proclaim that the story which are going to narrate to the medium of recital, of reciting and interpreting, Parsha Sahamit Evidori, we just say it before we start, say, oh, Madma, British Governor is not the destiny, is not the story of the past. It is the story of our eternal destiny. The eighth aspect is a very strange one. I mean, I told it to anybody. It's my secret until, until tonight. Let's be my secret. I want you, I mean, the listeners here, not to misinterpret me, and not to draw conclusions which are wrong. And at least to have patience with me until I'll finish explaining this aspect. All right, I'm very curious now. So I hope you won't fall asleep. The Mishnah says, the Deirish Parsha Sarami Evidavit, and he interprets the section of Arame Vidori, Achigigme Kola Parshokur. 
and feel and conclude the whole Parsha. In fact, you don't recite the whole Parsha from beginning to the last word. We omit the last one, the last one and a half sentence. A sentence and a half which is omitted, we don't say. Where do you start? Where do you, do you start? As far as the recycle of the Parsha of Amelidori is concerned. Where do you start? What is the last sentence? No? Who knows that God of the so we start the Eishes to the Mesh. When you read the Parsha Arame Ledovi in Chumash, the way it's recorded in Chumash, and the way the pilgrim used to recite in Besamilosh, of all, we used to add a one and a half person. By the Enu Aramokim Hazeh, Vayitilon Esoret Hazeis, Eretz Zodas follow with Rosh, Leato in Evasius, Rashis Priatomo, Ashamasato, Yadisha. As a matter of fact, if you look up the Sifri, if you look up the Sifri, you'll find Midrashic interpretations of the last Possek as well. Very strange. By the end of Amok Maze, Yochel Eretz Israel, from the Zayn of Ayitel Eretz Israel, and the Mount Mokim Ze, Zeo Besatri. It's the first of the Sifri. We only need one and a half Possek. There is no doubt, and the mission in the Rambam confirmed it, that the pilgrim who brought the Bikurim used to say everything, including the sentence and a half, no doubt about it. The Ato in It's very simple. Of course, we could not recite the last part of the verse. The Ato in It does not apply to to the God of Pesach. However, we could say the first part of the verse, the verse, by Veinu, by Veinu, ala mokim azeh, losis maito lo mesoret azeis, eret zoras, all over the verse, very important, very important statement. And give thanks to the Almighty for Pia Soret, for the inheritance of the land. We don't do it. Question is why? It's a tough question. Why? It is tough because, because no one asks this question. So now let me hear suggestions for the other. I never spoke about it, you can't quote me. Yes, what do you want to say? Let me give you two answers. One answer will be explosive. You'll blow up your heart. The second answer is the truth. But there is a lot of truth to the first answer too. There are two answers to this question. Answer number one. And please listen carefully. Were we to mention the verse of Biasoret, by the Hindu of Amokimazet, by Yitten Lones, Horat Azeis, Erezolov, Kolov, Dvosh, in the section of Arami, Eilidovi, at the Seder table, Pesach Nai, we would give the impression, as if, as if, the Vavesi Eison Meloores, where is that person? 
However, in the next verse, the Almighty continues and says, the question is a Zionist question. Shall we count the Vavesi as a fifth idiom of Gule or should we ignore the Vavesi? The Vavesi is not the fifth idiom of Gule. Don't defend any causes now. <laughs> I don't need any advice. <laughs> yeah. This is the question. Of course there is an opinion by the Ram, we don't know exactly, that, that if he is if he's thirsty, he may drink a fifth course, a fifth cup of wine, and recite over this cup, Halal Agodo. So apparently the Rambam had the number five, he was, he was not sure about number five. Does it belong to the table of, uh, of freedoms, of four freedoms? So then we have not four freedoms, but five freedoms. Or doesn't it belong? Since we all drink four cases, right? Not all drink five cases, I don't know, perhaps I am I don't know. But, but I, I saw great Jews drink just four cases. So it means that our con- the conclusion is that Lavesi does not belong into the table of the prophet. Because did it be, if it had belonged into that table, if it had been a part of that table of prophets, then it would, would have been not other cases, but Homish cases. The expression of other cases, everybody knows. Homish cases, cases, no one had. Did you hear of Homish cases? I didn't. Even though somebody wrote a book on it. Why do you have to mention it? This would have been decided. Is Vavesi. Does Vavesi belong to the table of freedom? So it doesn't it belong? Would have been decided by what? By the way we recite Aram Evidon. If we, if we had recited Aram Evidon in full, Including the posuk by Yaveinu, Eloret, Alamokimazer, Litin Lom, by Yitin Lom, Esoret, Sazeis, Sarasholot Rosh, had it been recited by Jews throughout the world on the first night of Pesach, then Vaveshi Neveiro would have joined the four Rishenish Shogula, the four idioms <coughs> of Gula. But since the was left out, was omitted, that the omission has actually I mean, eliminated the from the table of freedoms, and we retained four instead of five freedoms. Correct? Why was it omitted? Why was it omitted? The Vavesi is not counted since the grant of the land was not due to the new promise made to Moshe. 
Miguel Fidela Cachte represents false freedom, which were announced to Moses for the first time. No one else prior to Moses has ever heard of that promise. The Chasey, the Chalti, the Gauti, the Lokach, the four great principles of freedom. Vaveshi was not announced, Moses was not the first one to whom for the Gauti has addressed the Vaveshi, a son of Ores, a son of Sosesiori. The Almighty himself stresses the fact that he promised the land to the patriarch, a son of Sosesiori, Lavrom, Yitzhak, Liyaki, who was his forehand. He included, of course, he included the Vaveshi, in the message of redemption, which was revealed to Moshe, however, Abadeisi per se belongs into the covenant of the patriarchs, not, not into the Mosaic covenant, which was concluded in Israel. The Abadeisi is part of the patriarchic covenant, which was reached with Abraham, Yitzhak, and Jacob, of course, but it was not a part of the covenant of of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The covenant of Yitzhak Mitzrayim consisted of four freedoms. Namely, the Yitzhak, the Tauti, the Gauti, the Lokach, the Matafai. The Vavishi was addressed for the first time to Avromovina, but not to Moshe. Moreover, why not? Moreover, the purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was not the entry into Eretz Not at all. The purpose which the Almighty pursued by taking the people out of Egypt and setting them free is not the entry into Eretz, into Canaan. Even though the latter was the destination where the people who were heading after their, they, they departed from, from Israel. Yes, it was the destination, but not the destiny. There is a difference between destination and destiny. Between destination and purpose and goal. If I travel from Boston to New York, my destination is Boston. Is in New York. But my goal in traveling is not New York, but something else. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> Their destination is certainly. Who was there at Israel? Who was from... Wow, I'll bring them, yes. But this was not the purpose. What was the purpose? After the Gauti, what comes after the Gauti? Look after, Mohammed Al-Sina, Martin Taylor, the formation of the new community, of the Mandrachaskian in the Gay College, of the Kingdom of Peace in the Holy Nation, of Martin Taylor, who once the Volokakhti was realized, so it is the time is justified no longer. The Almighty said to Moshe, the Zelachoes, Kyonechishwachticho, the Tia Beetiachoe from Nimitraim, Pabdunasrakim, Malahorazer, what does he tell him? Moshe, Moshe complained that he is not a man who fits to be the representative of the people in Akkadish Boko, vis a vis the Dimitri, Pharaoh. Akkadish Boko told him the following. Moshe, I selected you because the purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is not economic political freedom, the attainment of economic political freedom. Had I wanted to grant political economic freedom to the people, I would have chosen somebody else's leader. You are not qualified for that. However, the ultimate end of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the transformation, is the formation of Amalekh Askeni, 
Lekei Kodesh, a people of Torah, of a scholastic community where the teacher is the central person, figure, as far as part from as the purpose of the, of the Exodus is teaching people, teaching slaves how it is possible, how a slave can become a priest or a member of the skin of the Kodesh. I don't need a diplomat, I don't need a commander-in-chief. Had I needed them, I wouldn't have chosen you. I need, I need a great rebel, a teacher, who should show the miracle to transform the people within seven weeks from slaves into, into Mamlechah's king and the Kodesh. And for that job, you, you are most qualified. And I want to and this is the reason that I have selected thee, because the Tziachor is home in Israel. After the people will depart from Israel, your job will not be to change the country land, but to teach them how to worship God and get mountain. That is exactly the reason. That's exactly the reason. That's exactly the reason for me for omitting the last word from Parshat Arami in the Dovi. Because this is not included in the covenant with the Kaddish I'm reached with Moses, and this is not the purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the Lokachti. Do it! They see it out in the Lokachti. They go out in the Lokachti. Do it! Later, I can promise you, mate, that they say some of the words, I shall not say Siode, not because of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I shall not say Siode, La Abrom Yitzhak Yaakov was his forehead. I'll do it, but the table is limited. Four. The highest is the Molokach. The Molokach is the purpose. The goal, the purpose. The evasion is outside. I promise, I address my promise to the patriarchs, I'll fulfill my promise. But it does not belong to your patriarchs. That's why there are the cases in that country. Because there will be cases, by the end of the Mokim Azeh was admitted from Aram and the Dori, when the realization was taken out of the table of heaven. Let me say, Pesach, Pesach is the festival of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Pesach is also the festival of Martin Peret. Because you know, Shabuiz was attended to Pesach. It's called Aseret. A stay over from Pesach. You know that. And for Pesach is not the holiday of Matanor of Yitzhak. It is not the festival on which we celebrate the entry in the and the Lord Because the purpose was the Lokachti, and being so ever is outside of the kingdom of Israel. So you'll ask me, you'll ask me, so be as so ever in the prophet event in our history, our bond with our Israel is strong, invisible. Not even time can be beat our, what shall I say, our loyalty to the land. So the Torah does not, does not, does not tell us to observe the PSOS, to celebrate PSOS. Yes, she did. My money is given on Sukkot. What is, what is the character of Sukkot? What kind of a holiday is Sukkot? And my money is a mere revolution. It is the holiday of PSOS. The inheritance of the land, of the entry into the land, of the conquest of the land, and of our eternal rights to the land. Not this. Let me, let me read a quotation from my mother. I believe, my mother decided, that the four species are symbolical expressions of our rejoicing 
that the Israelites changed the wilderness. No place of sea, or of peace, or of, or of wine, or of pomegranate, pomegranate, or of water, for a land, for a country full of wood and rivers. In order to remember this, we will take the food which is the most present of the food of the land. Unquote. What does my mind say? Sukkot is a young person who is right. My mind has mentioned the mitzvahs are born in typical, uh, uh, I mean, typical of the celebration which is associated with the land, with the producing land. I'll also mention Sukkot, which is Sukkot also. Which is Sukkot. It's Hamayu. All those mitzvahs have a certain link with the land because the mitzvahs are, I mean, are representative of the celebration of the holiday because of the wishes of us. Pesach we observe because we see as the tribe, Shmuel's Matitere, Sukkot's the wishes of us. Friends, the Mayen of Amokim should not be recited from Pesach. It does not belong into the table of freedoms when you drink four cases and have five. There is another answer. Because this answer does not remove one question, does not answer, does not need the question in total, namely, this answer does not need the question in total. The Mishnah says, Achitina Parsha Sarami Vitovi Kuma. So how could the Mishnah say? I gave a reason why the last verse is not omitted. It's omitted. Because Sukkot is outside of the table of four freedom, which I could both address to Moses. But still the Mishnah says, the Gainer Kola Parsha Kuma. He concludes the whole Parsha. I believe that there is another answer. I mean, it's up to you to choose. I have, I might say, I have no doubt that at the time during which the sanctuary stood on Mount Moria, his mansion is on the Yisrael Kayon, and Yisrael al Muslim, and the people were on their land, who used to say this great love and gratitude, the last verse by the Imam Al-Mokim Azeh, by Yitim Lone Soret Azeh, Sarasovat, all over the world. His great enthusiasm, his great excellence. We felt duty bound to thank God, not only for the exodus, but for the entry into the promised land, and for the construction of the nation of the world. When the Mishnah said, when the Mishnah speaks, I want to know, the Mishnah is now that sorry, speak at Pesach during the time of the nation of Not a power Pesach, Pesach and Gold. At Pesach, the Arab soil, while the nation of was still on Mount Moriah. Then, the Jew used to say, Arami is the daughter, from beginning to end. By Yehim Ramokim Azeh, by Yitim Lomes Oretz Azeh, Erez of Ascholom. But times have changed. The Sambidosh was destroyed. The Sambidosh was destroyed, conquered by the enemy. The Jewish people driven all the land. Chazal apparently doubted the propriety of Thanksgiving and the, and the night of Pesach for a land which lost its children. And for this amigos in shambles in the ruins. And they, after whom, they eliminated the law. Which one do you like better? Which one do you like better? First, amazing. I also. But you'll be in the minority. You'll be in the minority. But I'm concerned as far as the first terrorist is concerned. With regard to the first terrorist, first answer. Is the Mishnah Achidemia Kolapashakuno? Not Kolapashakuno. Of course, according to the second term, the Mishnah is beautiful. The Mishnah is a Kabbalah from 
in the time of the disbelievers. Then we used to say the whole part. After destruction of the temple and the departure of the Jews from Eretz Israel, they eliminated the last sentence. 